Welcome to the Most Everything Podcast hosted by Reese and Corey. This is episode four. Four. We're back. I'm uh, just trying to make my mama proud. I ain't trying to let my mama down. Is that? I'm just trying to make my mama proud. Is that the type of energy you want today? I ain't trying to let my mama down. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I kind of bang with that song, though. Uh, Corey just came off for overnight. As soon as he finishes overnight, he came straight here for us to record uh, episode Because I'm just trying to make my mama proud. Because he's trying to make his mother proud, apparently. <laughs> um, so, again. My uh, mama ain't raised no hoe. Uh, he's not done. My yet. mama ain't raised no hoe. His mother did not raise a whore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. All right, let's uh, go. Uh, follow me on Instagram at r underscore g. Follow me on Instagram at Corey Hill one, or you can follow us on our Instagram for our Mostly Everything podcast at Mostly Everything podcast on IG. That's right. Um, this episode we have a lot of things lot to talk about, so it's going to be long. A minute in, and we're preparing you. There's going to be a long episode, so hop on the treadmill. Uh, if you're driving to work, if you're on the BQNW123L, if you're on the train, the um, W train, I hope you're on a local stop because um, you're going to want to hear everything that we have to discuss. Um, once again, thank you for all the listeners, all the support we've been having. A lot of people has been posting up our stuff. Um, yes, thank you guys. We uh, really appreciate we it. We really, really appreciate it. Um, we're just two guys, you know, with a with a dream. Um, we want to be consistent in everything that we that we give out. Um, we want to make sure that uh, we touch the people as well. So give us feedback. Email us at um, mostlyeverythingpodcast at gmail.com and we'll definitely respond back to you. Um, all right, let's jump into uh, the first topic we're going to discuss. So we're going to start off by apologizing for the, the late uh, drop oh, of too, episode three. Yeah. Um, you know, we had some technical difficulties that have now been resolved. Uh, episode three will be posted on three twenty nine seventeen. So get ready. We want to hear your feedback. Uh, we got a new top five. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is one that I'm pretty sure everyone will be excited about. Mm-hmm. We would love to hear your top five. And um, we have we've been getting good feedback on top five. Top, top five. Picks, right? Top five is hot. So top five um, is it. We definitely want to hear your top five, whatever this category is. You have to stay tuned till the end of the episode to figure out what what the topic is. Um, Again, let's Corey said we apologize for the late episodes. Um, we want to be more consistent, but we don't want to have any miscues this early in our episode. So, um, we're gonna get right into it. So, you know, our main man, Donald Glover, right? Yep, he, he is the man right he, now. From uh, from Atlanta. Yeah, from um, Atlanta. From he he's doing a lot of things now. He's gonna be uh, he's gonna play a character in this in this solo in the Star Wars movie called yes, Solo. I did see um, that. He's so- gonna be. Uh, What's what's he's Lion King? He's in Lion King too. He's gonna be the Simba. He's gonna be the voice of Simba in the Lion King. Uh I think that's coming out next year. Beyonce, 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 right? Yeah, I see you, Danny Uh, baby. Make make you just try and make your mama proud. (laughs) (laughs) He's really um he's a writer. He's an actor. He's a producer. So um being the fact that Atlanta is actually um shown on Netflix, um Netflix FX FX. I'm sorry. Um he 
he he was in, they were in talks to produce a Deadpool animated series. Wow, I didn't know that. Which was uh which was cool because yeah, he Deadpool's um, awesome. Cuz um he he's a great writer and we could tell we could tell by um by the the jokes and stuff that's in Atlanta mm-hmm. that um something applied to the Deadpool character. He which he, that makes sense. Deadpool breaks the fourth wall. He talks directly to the audience. Mm-hmm. Um I think this is a perfect setup for um for him to for for Donna Glover to to cover that um to definitely produce direct and write all that stuff but they since parted ways it came official sometime last week so it was being discussed that they were supposed to produce this this animated series and then all of a sudden um fx came out and said hey um with creative differences and and the fact that donna glover he wasn't um it wasn't his number one priority mm-hmm. um they decided to part ways and not produce the um and not produce the animated series well mr glover came with receipts on Wednesday, yesterday, he tweeted, um, by the way, I was not too busy to work on Deadpool. Then he proceeded to drop a, the 16 or 15-page script of the finale of the episode. Mm-hmm. It was a 15-page script, right. yep. 15-page script. He dropped it. He was like, by the way, this is um, this is going to be the... Um, this was going to be the episode. This is what it's going to look like. The final like. episode, right? And, and, and just to prove that, um, that it wasn't him. It was definitely the FXX. studio, right? Yeah. Um, so just a couple of um, just a couple of noteworthy things. Um, he since deleted the um, the post by the way. But you know that's out. It's still out there. Already. It's still out there. It's people, still out there. People already snapshot it. People already mm-hmm. shared it. Um, people already spoke about it, and they definitely wanted to make sure that um, that they they discuss and talk about it. So one of the things. Um, there's this person on Twitter. Her name, her ad is at I write all day underscore. So she she looked at those that script. Mm-hmm. Um, she snapshot a couple of things and she explained it by gifts. Um, how she feel about each line. One of our wow. favorite lines uh, was she has a lot of time. She has a, she but. She writes all day. She writes all day, and when you have that content, you you definitely want to get out there. Yeah. Uh, one of the lines was saying, "Hey, don't let Ben Carson operate on me," uh, because again, uh, <laughs> Donald Glover wrote this script, um, and Deadpool's supposed to deliver these lines. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing too, things that they're talking about too. Apparently, people think that Sonal Lathan bit Be- Beyonce's Beyonce lip. Right. Yeah. So there's gonna be in there too. Um, he said that. So um, that means he. If that happened, he had to rip this. He had to write, write the script recently, by right. like Tuesday, right? Because that happened over the weekend, right? So, um, I, being a writer, I think you could just go in and just rewrite stuff and do all that. So he mm-hmm. definitely applied it. He was like, uh, "Sanaa Lathan bit Beyonce's face." Wait, oh, thank God, it was Jennifer Lawrence. I already hated her. It's fine. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of of deep content that's in here that she captured from mm-hmm. that script. Um, it was hilarious, and I really um, I, I want to see. Damn, that I kind of yeah, I was about to say I kind of want to see it too. Uh, but it might go to another network because um probably uh, Netflix because um Net- since since um Hulu should pick that up or Netflix. Yeah, Netflix probably get it, but Hulu should grab it because Netflix is taking over right now. I think it'll be cool on Netflix, and you don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to be um, PG thirteen. You could be rated R with that, because that Deadpool is um, is rated R. Is rated R. Yeah, he's um, he's vulgar. And the movie's coming out later, um, in May. The movie's coming out in May. I did not know part that. two. Yeah, yeah. Ryan Reynolds, Howard University financial aid. The the real HU. 
Uh, HU, shout out to all my HU people that went there. Um, I used to be in the, um in the yard. I think that's what it's called. I don't know. You was in that, you was at Harvard University campus. Yeah, I was there. I was I was there all the time. You was there, you yeah, I went to school there with Arondo, Sierra, mm-hmm. Ryan, um, Dar- Darnell, rest in peace. I mean, uh, Davon, rest in peace. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? You know, um, I had a you know I went up there. You know, I was in. The, I was in. I was out there. Okay, you was I was in there. those streets. In in those um Howard University shoes. Yeah, apparently, there was a scandal that's going on. Apparently, uh, <laughs> um, in a financial aid office, and we know for the people that went to college, whether it's CUNY, SUNY, <clears throat> financial aid could be a headache. It could be a gift and a curse. Um, financial aid is built to help you um, be able to afford school. So apparently, there was approximately uh, four hundred twenty nine thousand dollars, which was misappropriated. Um, from people in the financial aid office. So six people were fired, mm-hmm. but one person, his name is Tyron Hankerson, was the face of it because this dude was on Hannah's Facebook, on his Twitter. He was in mink coats. My man had a Gucci he had, this, Yeah, he had Gucci the Gucci that, bag. He had a Range Rover. <laughs> so he was definitely um, one of the six people that was fired, but again, the way that he flossed it, I guess, right. um, it definitely made him the face of it. Right. And of course, when once black Twitter get get the whiff of it, oh, man, they're gonna old. put mad memes, yeah. and they they're gonna make you they're gonna make you be a clown. So mm-hmm. before you go to jail, because you're gonna get you're gonna go to jail, sir. You're definitely he's definitely gone. So let me get this right. He was a, a student worker, a yeah. student employee. He was a he was a student employee. He worked in a financial aid office, and he was basically allocating money to himself. Basically, and he took the money. I just want to make sure the, the, the listeners are understanding this. Right, right. He took this money, some some portion of four hundred twenty nine thousand dollars, almost a half a million, correct? Um, dollars, mm-hmm. and put it in his own bank account. Mm-hmm. And instead of doing smart things as far okay. as businesses or uh you well, remember know. it's it's still wrong whether he, it's still wrong it's yeah still it's wrong. still wrong yeah. yeah he decided to go out and buy mint coats mint coats range rovers gucci gucci, gucci bags. bags and other designer apparel of course <laughs> i'm sorry so wait man. it's not funny because if if i'm understanding this right this affects People that need the financial aid to mm-hmm. get their education mm-hmm. to better themselves, right? And you know when you when you're able to get financial aid, you get those refunds, those financial aid refunds checked back mm-hmm. at the end of the semester or something like that. Which people sometimes people take to you know pay bills or whatever, or right. they use it towards maybe books or just something in relation to school. They use it for, and these people are out here just just taking just taking the money and just spending it on themselves instead of instead of fixing your credit. Instead of uh, 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 fixing your credit and and doing something with the community, again, it's wrong. I get it. Right. It's wrong, but do something productive with the bread, please. So I'm on Twitter right now, and I'm looking at the top tweets. Um, this tweet has... Ty- from Tyron, right? About Tyron? Uh, yeah, about Tyron. Yeah. Um, Tyron, Tyron, whatever it is. Um, and I'm looking at it, and this man was in Cuba. Wow. Uh, I don't know if he's at here, but he was in New York down by um, uh, the Meatpacking District mm-hmm. doing a photo shoot. My man was jumping in the air. Yeah, he, he was got jumping like in a, the air. A yellow mustard blazer on. Yeah, <laughs> with some uh, brown pants and some slip ons. They probably Gucci. No surprise. So, they probably even, it's probably Masoni Dior or, or Valentino <laughs> or something. 
Um, this is uh, this is hilarious. Look at him with Gucci bag, the Again, same slip on. He he has this stuff posted up on, on his Facebook. Facebook and on his social media. So of course people are gonna call you out for it. Right. So I want to know what. I'm not trying to justify anything Tyrone did, um, but I don't want to know what took the university to take the so long so long to figure out that four hundred twenty nine thousand dollars was looking. Because what I'm thinking here's what I'm thinking, guys. Oh boy, here we go. That scandal. <laughs> no, it was not a scandal. That someone wasn't doing their job properly, mm-hmm. and they allowed the four hundred twenty nine thousand dollars to go missing because it didn't happen at once. I can't see four hundred twenty nine thousand dollars disappear. So it's gradually. So you don't have any plot sheet or any Excel sheet that says where this extra allocated money is going and is missing. All these students are coming. Hey, I'm a thousand dollars short for financial mm-hmm. aid. I'm five hundred dollars short, and then they can't get their education because this money is missing. Mm-hmm. And you don't that didn't trigger to you to like, oh, let me look into this. So Howard University, I know you're listening. Who the dean, the president, whoever. I need to get to if you need a person to look at the numbers going forward. I don't have a degree, but I'm a very smart guy and I catch up. I'm, but I'm very analytical and yeah. I can look at the numbers. That's right. And I can give you, I can give you what you need. This is the plug. I'm just here trying to make my mama proud. Okay. <laughs> I ain't trying to let my mama down. Okay. My mama ain't raised no hope. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but hey, Howard University. Somebody didn't do the job. Am I? Am, am I? Am I? No, nah, you're absolutely right. Somebody, okay. somebody didn't do the job correctly. But how? I want to know how they he even got that money. I don't. I don't know if they they released the whole investigation yet because I think it's still under investigation. Yeah. How did he even get the? How well, do even get the money to even? They they probably have the investigation closed, but they got to figure out how they can cover their behinds. Yeah. And, and say, oh, this is how it happened. Um, I mean. Typical people are in school four or five years, right? Right. At average for a bachelor degree, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. So, uh, how long was he working in financial aid? You start from the day he started. Right. Right. Obviously, it wasn't the first day because he's learning the system. Mm-hmm. So you start looking and you figuring it out from there. And you so trying I, to see the discrepancies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't feel like it's it's a hard a hard thing. I mean, how much was he doing a day for four hundred twenty nine thousand dollars? But remember, he's, six people. It's six people. Yeah, so but, but still, somebody was taking. You, got, you divide four hundred twenty nine thousand into six, and that's still a lot of money to be allocating a day. Like mm-hmm. it's seventy one thousand dollars per person. Mm-hmm. Per person. So how much were you doing a day? So mm-hmm. let's say if he was doing it for. Let's say 160 days, right? Mm-hmm. So you divide that 71,000 into 160. You get 446,000 a day per person. Mm-hmm. That's still a lot of money going missing. That's my, 500 bucks. My man was making his hourly salary plus. Plus. Right. He got his education. I guess. I mean, and and he he was supposed to, he's gra- he's supposed to graduate this year. Oh, though. he's definitely not graduating. No. He's not getting that degree at all. But don't you think that he if but he, if he went to school, the money has nothing to do with him, um, you know, going to class, getting his credits, and graduating. I, I agree, but but he but at the same time, um, what, he the owes the school the principal of it. No, it's not the principal of it. I feel like he owes the school money. Um, so until he pays his student loans, his fine or his financial aid. Well, he's going well, to jail anyway. So he, he is going he, to jail. He, he ain't going to be at graduation, regardless. Right, but I mean, I feel like he should get his pay because he did all his work to do what he was supposed to do. Yeah. So he should get it, but technically he owed the school money, so right. he probably can't get it back until he pay his actual degree until right. he get his. 
Look at look at the Reggie, money. Reggie Bush situation. They say Reggie took money and they stripped him of his Heisen. Oh, but yeah. the the money had nothing to do with what his whatever he did on the yeah. field to to earn that Heisman trophy. I mean, uh, if we want to go into the college NCAA, whatever it is, mm-hmm. in football, whatever it is, uh, the college players should be getting paid at least forty thousand dollars each, something. 20, right. 30, something, because. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a billion dollar industry for them. Right. These, these, they, these, they're allowed to take money from people and they don't get right. consequences. But when we take it, you know what? And these, these, I'm flipping roles. Nah, these coaches are getting paid too. These college coaches, coaches are getting millions. paid millions of dollars. Yeah. I'm flipping roles. Shout out to Tyrone. Do it again, my brother. <laughs> oh. I'm flipping roles. I just, you know, when hold you, on, hold when on, you hold think on, about it, I'm flipping roles. Hold on. So, you, so you're in support of Momentum? I'm support. I'm going to court. Wow. I'm going to court. So you're going to be you're going to be in the sense trying to be Tyrone, Tyrone. <laughs> but you can't use my phone. That's right. <laughs> Shout out to Tyrone, man. Oh, Do boy. it again. Uh, here we go. I mean, white people do white collar crimes all the time. We don't hear about them, right? But we hear about all the murders yes. that the black people do. Okay. Shout out to Tyrone. All right. He's an American hero. All right. Uh, Corey is crazy. <laughs> all right. So, um, talking about college, um, I'm not to brag. This is this is no brag or boast or anything like that. But um, I didn't receive financial aid because my my parents made too much money, so we had to pay out of pocket. Um, so I don't necessarily know what it's like to get a refund check. Um, I don't know what it's like going to the financial aid office because the first time I went to college, um, I'm dating myself here. Um, I went to college for the first time by John Jay, criminal, College of Criminal Justice, mm-hmm. in 2006. Um, again, not to date myself, but um, I believe for full time, I was full time, 12 credits. Um, still working on the side too, but I was um, 12 credits. Um, I believe my tuition was like maybe 2100 2100 dollars. No, that's nothing compared to what it is now, almost three grand. What? Right. So the over the time, it's been um, twelve years since since mm. I started um, my college career, Inflation. and um, because of everything, um, tuition is almost a thousand dollars more than, than mm. when I started. That's the same. So I don't know what it's like to get financial aid, um, but I know all my friends. I've been looking at all my friends and people that say, "Yeah, I got my sixteen hundred dollar check back," and I'm like, "Damn." I wish I had sixteen hundred dollars to, <laughs> to get back to right. get back right now. See, I never got a refund check because I chose not to go to college. Why? Uh, it was, you know, life life came fast at me, um, and it was a decision I chose to make. Um, you know, I was like, you know, I'm just gonna find something that I like, do it, and and, and be the best at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did. I found something that I enjoyed, and I was one of the best at it, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Um. You probably can testify to that. True, um, true, true. <laughs> you are good, sir. <laughs> but um, and I just I just felt like that the money that you paid to get an education, what you was getting out of that piece of paper, the education. Besides this, I mean, it's a lot. I missed out on yeah. the experience of school, mm-hmm. going to school, all that good stuff. You know, college is good, mm-hmm. but I just felt like if you wasn't what I was going to go for, really wasn't going to give me the paper that I was looking to get. So. Mm-hmm. By the age of twenty one, I was making close to sixty thousand dollars, and my friends are in high school. I mean, in college, and they are, you know, not to 
dismiss or discredit anything they did, mm-hmm. but they were broke. Um, and I was making close to sixty thousand dollars. That's at life, life, of, life of a college student. Yeah. You're so broke. I mean, I feel like my decision that I made mm-hmm. um, benefited me a little bit more than them. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like experience goes farther than college degree, um, because. I mean, you have, you're fresh out of college and you want to come out making X amount of money, mm-hmm. but you don't actually know what you're doing. But the four years that you spend in college, I spent in the field. Mm-hmm. So I felt like I told myself, I felt like I, I, I'll, I'm betting on myself. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take my experience versus your degree and we're going to see where we go. Um, I'm, I'm not doing bad as, as, as a human right now. You know, I make good money. Um, I'm definitely in a different tax bracket than I was at 21. Mm-hmm. So um, I haven't went back financially so I always, I've always gained mm-hmm. so if I told you I made 60 then mm-hmm. you can figure out where I'm at now right. uh so I mean I bet on myself and I and I won I mean it is times I'm I get over I'm kind of like over what I do mm-hmm. um and I'm like damn I need this quick degree just to do the same field but um a different atmosphere of it like a, a more of a corporate mm-hmm. aspect of it so like it I, says something like Simple nine to five, maybe even yes. weekends off. Yes. Work life balance. Right. Yeah. Um. All that. All that jazz. Um. And it's like, it's not that I don't know it. I can do it without a degree, but I feel like if I had a degree, it'll be easy for me to get in the door. Right. So, with the next level of it, if you're not moving up within the company that you're in, I'm trying to jump from outside one company to a whole nother field, but a whole nother section of the field that I'm in. Right. But um, you know, it is what it is. Um, I still, I, I, I'm, I'm financially fine. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I bet on myself and I won. Right. That's and, why I didn't go to school. And then you don't have, um, again, do not have debt. You don't have that, yes. that, the college loans. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just, I just want to, I, I, when I started my college career, I don't think I was focused. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's I don't, another thing. I don't, I don't think my mind was where it was supposed to be mm-hmm. in order to get through it 100%. Start off on the right foot. Right. Um, going, into, going, into, going to school in New York, the curriculum, um, I want to say that it didn't really prepare me for college. Right. I know a lot of people that did well. Maryland um, schools don't either. Right. So, so bad. Uh, I know a lot of people that did well out there. Um, so shout out to them you do, you, that you did. Um well when you started college but you know it wasn't i just went to college because all right this is the next thing that you do um there wasn't necessarily a drive for me to go to college and go to school and get a degree and work in my field um i graduated um after leaving john jay after two years i figured out i didn't want to do this um this criminal justice thing anymore then Mm -hmm. i went to kingsborough um in two years graduated with my associates in broadcast management then after that i transferred to uh, brooklyn college um got my um got my bachelor's in television and radio and like film and stuff like that so um, the experience was great. I wish I went away to college mm-hmm. to just to oh. get that another experience, um, meeting different people mm-hmm. because I, well, I, I, I didn't I didn't get the the um, I didn't get the experience of even another race or right. until I went to college right. because go, uh, schools in New York is predominantly in the areas the schools I was going to are predominantly black. black. Right. Um, so I didn't get those experiences. You know, like um. Like fraternities mm-hmm. and like a, a homecoming and all that stuff. Yeah, oh, sororities. No, no, no disrespect to anyone that's in it. It's just right. not my personal thing. But right. by all means, right. So um, 
the college experience, I, I think it is great, but I think you have to be prepared for it um, uh, academically, of course, mm-hmm. um, mentally, mm-hmm. um, um, because you will want to, I think you will go that much harder if, let's say, for instance, I know my parents are very hardworking individuals. Mm-hmm. They work their ass off. They sacrifice for for their kids. Um, they sacrifice for their family um, even before their kids came along. Now, let's say directly, this is no offense to anybody, but directly, let's say if I had, um, if my mom or my dad had the opportunity to go to college mm-hmm. and they earn X number of degrees, I'm like, okay. I, I I see that that's the goal. I'm right. gonna I'm gonna strive to get above that. I'm, right. gonna, I'm gonna try to get my masters. My mom got her bachelor's or associate. Right. I'm gonna try to get my masters. But unfortunately, the opportunity was not there for my parents to go to school because they had to sacrifice their time and to the, sa- to for, make sure for, the right, for the, to make sure the family was good. Um, this is you know t- typical um Caribbean parents. Mm-hmm. This this is exactly what happens. So I think now my daughter, um, she's about to be three. I know I don't want to think about college in 15 years at all. But um, my wife and I, we both have our associates and bachelors. So now she's going to look at that and say, okay, I got to do, do better than my parents. Mm-hmm. And as as a parent, you, you want, want yep. better for your kids in, on all aspects. Yep. Right. See, my wife, she has a um, bachelor's degree in media and communications. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, when we have our kid, I'm pretty sure, you know, I'm going to, you know, push her more to or push my child more to. You know, go for the school, get the education, right. follow your mind, be better than your mind, be better than me, of course. Right. Um, so, you know, same thing you say, you want better. But it, it's funny that you said that um, New York, the schools that you went to, obviously, is based off the area you was living, was predominantly right. black. Right. But when I came to New York, that's when I learned about diversity and cultures and, right. and other religions and you know, I got my I got my Spanish up a little bit, you <laughs> okay. know. Got my poppy, my mamacitas, okay. you know, all that good stuff. But um when I came to New York, before I came to New York, it was just black and white. Right. Like that's all I knew. Because uh, in Maryland that's all I really seen. Right. I had one friend who was uh Indian Indian I mean, he was Muslim. His religion was Muslim, but he was Indian. Um but besides that I knew absolutely no other cultures. Like, like I knew it was Spanish people out there. I knew about them, but right. I in Maryland you don't see them. Like, right. like not to make a joke about it, but the only time I knew Spanish Hispanic people was when I worked at a restaurant and they were in the kitchen. Right. Um, so that's the only time. So when I came to New York, you know, I'm meeting all these people and I'm learning all this culture and I'm like, oh my god, there's so many different cool cultures. Right. Then I start adapting to their food, eating their food, even like my father side of the family is Caribbean, I never even adapted to that culture. And a lot of mm. people don't know that my father, I'm 50%, I have island in me, but mm. I don't claim it. Like yeah. I just claim my mom's side of the family. Because that, uh, that's, that's what that's you know. What, that's what I grew up on. Yeah. But now, when I moved to New York in 2010 for the first time, um, it opened my mind. Like I, I dated a Spanish woman when I first moved out here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, it was just like, wow, it's so much to the world. And then the first time I went out the country was into was to DR, mm-hmm. and that right there was like life changing. Mm-hmm. Like when they say America is so great, and I just okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, America is a land of opportunity. I never, I never understood it. Right. I, I heard it, I, I comprehended it, but I never understood it right. until I left out of the country to see how poor other countries are. Right. And I'm just like Jesus Christ. Like yeah. my my mind is expanded. 
as far farther than blacks and whites. Right. Right. So, um, you know, it's funny that you said that you that your school was predominantly yeah. black. And you didn't learn yeah. it too. You want. Well, not even when you went to college, you wish you would have left New York yeah. to learn more about cultures. Right. But when I got to New York, I learned more about cultures. Right. That's so weird. It's, it's just the area. I mean, New York is just one big melting pot of of different um, different cultures, and uh, where where we where I work and where where um, where you used to work. I'm pretty sure where you are now. Um, we see every kind of person. Absolutely, we see, uh, we see Israeli. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, um, Everything African, yeah, uh, Asian, uh, every every every, every single mm-hmm. ethnicity is is equal equal opportunity. So it doesn't matter what you look like; it's just what you what you could do, um, mm-hmm. what, what your work skills are. I was I was having a conversation with somebody the other day, and it was like you know that's one thing they love about New York is that the culture you get you'll you'll be very cultured living here mm-hmm. and very independent right. and, and and self starter slash motivated mm-hmm. um because you you can't be lazy in new york if you're lazy in new york you're not nothing's getting done something's wrong with let's you. yeah something yeah, that's number one something's right. wrong with you but it's it's impossible to be lazy like just a simple thing like have people don't have cars here so they get on trains mm-hmm. and they gotta carry all their grocery bags right. on the train yeah. or they gotta tug three weeks worth of laundry for a family mm-hmm. to a laundromat like mm-hmm. those little things that like where i come from Bro, I'm going in the basement. I'm washing my clothes. Right. Like I'm driving to the store and putting right. my cards, my 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 um, food bags in the trunk. Right. Like all that stuff. Like growing up on that, it teaches you so much that you don't even realize right. um, that is actually teaching you. But it 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 it's you can't be lazy in New York. So if you're lazy, don't come here. Right. So you won't be accepted. Right. <laughs> you will get ran over. Really, and you literally, have to, and <laughs> a, a, a lot of people come from outside of New York, and whether they come from a small town or small city, um, they're not used to people not saying good morning to them or mm-hmm. hi. Yeah. Um, when you're in public transportation, you got your headphones in, and nope. All you need to do is swipe your card, sit down, and mind your business. Mind your business, right? New York is famous for minding their business, right? Until until there's a fight broke out and somebody pull out a phone and go world star. Oh yeah, until right. then, right? Right. Um. <laughs> Um, but anyway, back to Tyrone. Um, you shout, know, and Corey's giving a shout out um, to Tyrone. Yeah, shout out to Tyrone. He, Team Tyrone. Shout uh, out to that white collar crime. Are, are you gonna put money in his books to, for him to get some commissary? So we get some honey buns or something. Nah, I'm just gonna probably tweet about him. Uh, tweet about yeah. him in support of him. Uh, in support of him. Oh, in support of him and his yeah. his unsavory decisions that he made. But you know, totally understand why you did it. You know. This you guy. probably made more money doing that than you will with your college degree. Hmm. I'm just saying it's you, a possibility. I, I think you have a point. <laughs> that that's a very fair point. See, shout out to Tyrone. All right, say uh, his name. Stephon Clark. Say his name. Stephon Clark. Say his name. Stephon Clark. Man, this story is 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 sad, man. Yet another one of our young black brothers um, gunned no. down by the police department. In Sacramento. Um, yeah, Stephon Clark. Um, he was gunned down on March 18th. Um, twenty shots went into him. He was a father of two, and he was only twenty two years old. Hold on, hold on. Twenty shots. Twenty shots. It was more than one officer that shot him. Right, because a nine holds seventeen bullets, right? I, I'm not a gun. Um, I think a, I think a, I think cops carry savvy. nine millimeters. Mm-hmm. Uh, listeners out there, correct me if I'm wrong. And I think it holds seventeen shots. Okay. Um. So for someone, that means someone empty a clip mm-hmm. on him. If 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 I'm right. Right. 
Because there was at least three, two or three officers. Okay, least. maybe one didn't empty, 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 empty well, a clip. They definitely loaded but, some shots. But that's like almost 6.5 shots per person mm-hmm. if it's two or three, if it's three people. Right. Um, seven shots per, for what? What do you do? Um, apparently, uh, I, b- I believe a neighbor was reporting that uh, somebody was breaking into uh, cars. It was that night. So somebody was breaking into cars. And I believe the cops, when they responded, they received aerial support, right? There was a helicopter above. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing the video. Um, so, hold on. I really want to break this down. Yeah. You have air support mm-hmm. for allegedly someone breaking into Break, car windows. Yeah, breaking car windows. So, car windows require air support. So, you're telling me the city of Sacramento is spending their money on air support for people breaking into cars. What is, are, are they? They're not killing anybody. Right. They're just taking change. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one has iPods anymore. That's all on their phone. Yeah. Maybe an aux cord, depending on your car. Right. Um, it's not a holiday coming, so it's not like they have gifts. Mm-hmm. I mean, what? How much could you possibly get out of somebody's car? I'm, how much? I'm not much. I mean, if, if if anything at all, maybe the stereo. I don't I don't know if they do that. Sure, anymore. I I don't know if they do it anymore either because the stereos are a little bit more intense now. Right. <laughs> uh, but you have air support mm-hmm. for for allegedly breaking into windows, right. breaking windows. And what what the what the um, what the video from the helicopter was showing that. Um, that he was um, jumping fences. The person, whoever it was, was jumping fences in the back. And then he eventually landed in his grandmother's backyard. I believe where he lived. He, he lived with his grandmother and his um, two children. Two two very young children, by the way. Um, two kids. And So back to what we said on episode three mm-hmm. about fe- black people being 11, incarcerated. 11.4% so, of children yeah. has at least one parent. One parent incarcerated. incarcerated. Right. So I want to know what the percentage of parents is getting killed by the police and you know killed by you know crime gang related things or whatever Mm -hmm. however people use it so okay go ahead go ahead sorry so landed landed in his grandmother's backyard um the cops were able to find his position um they had their guns drawn approaching um one of the one of the cops had body cameras on um, and these these body cameras doesn't matter these days. It, it it still shows how how messed up this whole system is. So the body camera was rolling. Um, they had him in the backyard. They had their guns drawn. Um, they were saying, "Let me see your hands. Let me see your hands." And then one of the officers yelled, "Gun, gun, gun!" So apparently, um, they thought that he had maybe like some kind of tool or weapon in his hand. Mm-hmm. So one of them yelled, "Gun, gun, gun!" and they let off those shots, and twenty shots hit him. So um, I believe their procedure. Um, I think I seen this a while ago, but it, I believe their procedure is when someone is shot, um, you know, whether justly or unjustly, um, you're supposed to secure the subject because mm-hmm. I believe. Again, I saw this maybe a while ago where um, there was a tra- there was a video that's shown to every training officer, I believe. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I might be mistaken. Where a cop shot, yeah, a cop shot someone, right? Mm-hmm. And the cop thought that the person was dead or the person was down, but the person got back up and killed the cop. Mm-hmm. So I believe it's a oh, training no, video to it. show them that okay, 
once he shoots someone, you have to go secure them. So they, they approached them, handcuffed them, and when they were rolling Stefan over to, to handcuff him, they saw a phone. Mm-hmm. There was a phone that he had in his hand, his, his own cell phone. Mm-hmm. So the, there's there's a riot in Sacramento. Everybody wants justice. We want justice. We, yeah, they we, shut down. Um, they protested the um, Sacramento Kings game twice after right. that. And the Sacramento Kings owner, which yeah. I didn't know, he was a minority. He's like an Indian yeah. dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't he, know that either. He came out and stand in solidarity mm-hmm. with, with the Stefan Club, yeah. with the protesters. He didn't have to. He didn't have to say anything nope. about it. But the Sacramento Kings basketball team, the owner, supported every single thing that the protesters were doing. And um, he definitely put his voice in for for support for this 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 continuous injustice that's going on. Um, you know, I often think um, I know you plan on having kids in the future. Mm-hmm. You know, I um, I have uh, my daughter now, and I often think like, you know, would it happen to me? Um, I know some some um, police officers who are cool because of the line of work that we do. Right, right. Um, but you don't, all of them are you, bad. Right, but Just you don't. But you you don't know how they're gonna react until they put in the position. Um, that's why these things I I, I really sure is is definitely a systematic issue. We see that um, a large number of Black um, African American people are being gunned down and murdered. Um, I wonder if the community he lives in was predominantly black. Maybe. Because I feel like if it was a different race, they would have uh, approached the situation differently. Right. Um, Possibly. um, We could really do some research to find out what's what. But um, We'll get back to you on next episode five. But I think... But I think... um, you you don't necessarily know the officer. You don't know how they're gonna. You know, black people are continuously being um, being murdered and and um, being um, assaulted um, and being assaulted by and harassed by these people who we pay to protect us and we and we pray that they received enough training to do their jobs, but that isn't happening. So um, I I want to say uh, again, we this this is this is a huge issue. But um, I would want to say, you know, putting different officers in that situation, maybe they react differently. Um, we we would never really know because um, this this thing is 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 not gonna be it's not gonna go away. It's no. gonna, there's gonna be another hashtag. There's gonna be another rally. Um, that's why you know that this thing must stop. It must cease. Like I I really don't know what else we could possibly do other than what we're doing. Um, but we just got to come up with a solution. I, I, I don't know what it is off the top of my head because there's been so much thing happen. Um, Alton Sterling, who who they recently, the cops actually shot him in Louisiana. Um, if, you, if you guys don't know about the Alton Sterling um, incident, I believe it was two years ago in 2016. Apparently, Alton Sterling was a was um, police were responding to some guy showing a gun, showing off a gun, brandishing a gun or whatever in front of a convenience store. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, apparently, he was actually selling CDs and he was telling the cops he he didn't have any um, he didn't have a gun or whatever the case is. So I guess they approached him to detain him. Um, a struggle ensued and a bystander was there recording it that um a cops was, the cops were on top of him and again the cops yelled gun 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 they fared for their lives so they shot him point blank range in his chest and of course he he died but the ruling just came out maybe a few days ago that says that the officers that were that were involved in the shooting 
no punishment will come from them. They they're they're still gonna have their jobs. Um, they're still gonna be able to go back on their force. And um, the 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 court ruled that, you know, no no penalty, no no manslaughter, no punishment for the those. You know, cops I don't think these cops get in trouble for the things they do. Why? Because it's the government, and the government want to look like they don't do no wrong, and right. there's justification for everything. And they they want to support their own. They we, right, and they and they like, oh, our training is is a one. Oh, right. we hire the best of the best. Right. We hire we hire educated people. Mm-hmm. We hire you know because some some police forces are, you have to go to school for right. at least two years or whatever. Right. Um, some people you have to have a bachelor degree or associate's degree. Mm-hmm. So it depends on where you do that. But whatever they do, all this they do all this training. They they say this, they say that, but I mean, it, it, it needs to be a psych evaluation. You need to put a person in a real life scenario, mm-hmm. maybe with um, pellet guns or BB. I mean, paintball guns, mm-hmm. BB guns, something, and see what happens when they yell "gun, gun, gun, gun," mm-hmm. and let them get shot in the head or something. And well, you didn't defend yourself, and he actually had a gun. Right. Oh, this time he didn't have a gun, and you killed him. They need to see how people react to to a scenario. Right. I mean, I don't know if that's really going to help everybody, mm-hmm. but I just feel like you you can't have people in the police force that that panic under pressure. Um, police are supposed to be calm. Um, so a fire department, so mm-hmm. a fi- sorry, firefighters, mm-hmm. EMS. When EMS see somebody head leg hanging off, you don't see them. Oh. My God, what am I gonna do? Mm-hmm. They're calm. They they're, evaluate they're, the situation. They remember their training. They remember their training, and they go in. Mm-hmm. Uh, same as the fire department, jumping and burning buildings. My mom's a firefighter. She doesn't jump in a, a burning building. Like, oh, I don't care about these people. I'm getting out of here. Mm-hmm. My mom has a, a countless numbers of, uh, you know, citations for saving people' life and, mm-hmm. and awards that she doesn't even talk about. And sometimes. When, you know, I, I bump into her, her work friends, they'll tell me, you know who your mom is? And I'll say, yeah. And I was like, no, do you really know who your mom is? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I guess I don't. Because she don't really talk about all the people's life she saved. And one day she was like, yeah. She was telling me a story. And she don't tell me many. Mm-hmm. I pulled this lady out the fire. lady was heavy the motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I'm like, wait, you saved someone's life today? And you just walking around like it's, like it's normal? Like mm-hmm. you just... Oh, oh, I'm breathing. Right. Like, right. it's insane. Like, they're training, right. uh, and they don't panic. You know what I mean? I don't understand why police officers. I mean, you have bulletproof vests. You have the training. And the, the, the go-to excuse is, I fear for my life. Uh, I, I, mean, for my life. I mean, it works. It works. It gets them out of trouble. It gets them to continue to be paid. So trigger happy, yo. yo um, if you look at the, you, you know, the UK police officers in England, they don't have any guns. I did not know that. All they wow. have is like batons and like sticks Tasers. and stuff. And not no no wow. weapons, just a baton. Because I think I was watching this video of this guy that had a knife. Mm-hmm. He was wielding a knife, physically trying to attack somebody in the UK. Uh-huh. Police officers took him down without even. Firing I think I've, I think I've shot. seen that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, police officers took it out without firing. I seen it a couple right? months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I do remember that. So um, if it's working, well, maybe for we need to get the UK, UK over here, and they swear America is the greatest country. Right. right. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what it is. I, I don't know what the solution is, but um, it's gonna consistently keep happening. Being a, these body cameras are just showing us what's happening now. They, they, the they're proof. not. They're not stopping anything from I happening. I don't know how these. I want these lawyers. That's a, that are defending these cops mm-hmm. or these judges 
that are saying this is okay. I want I want them um, because. I want to read the case because whatever they're saying is god, god damn it's pretty fucking amazing because right. it's, it's at this point it's like 30 people that have been unarmed and accused of doing something that and then the cops shot and killed them and it was all false and and I, I just want to know I want to know how they did it yeah man um, R.I.P. to Stephon Clark um, we're standing with the family um, his brother is not taking no prisoners no. his brother mm-hmm. his brother was there. just on CNN um, with Don Lemon and giving Don Lemon the business his he brother didn't... was in court chanting his name Stephon Clark um, is is it, it has to stop see I mean I, I I mean I'm not a fan of media. Because they do it for views, for money. Mm-hmm. Everything they do is for money. So if I'm if I'm Stefan Clark's brother, I mean, by all means, do it your way. That's not my brother. But if it was me and it was my brother, God forbid, mm-hmm. I would do it. I would create my own platform. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to go on any show and let these people get viewers off of the death of my brother. Because that's right. what they created. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, I mean, I want my voice to be heard. But it's going to be heard if I get my best friend or my mom or whoever to record me on my phone mm-hmm. and I post it on YouTube. It's not it's not gonna be CNN, CNBC, NBC, ABC, mm-hmm. uh, Fox News. I won't. I will never go on those platforms if I was faced with a situation like this because all it is is views for them to mm-hmm. make them money. They don't really care about the issue. They just care about the views so they can continue to have a job. Right. That's my personal opinion. Right. Um. So I, me personally, I would never ever. Go on a, a major platform um, and post it. YouTube is a major platform, but it's at my cost. Yeah. This is what I want to post. This is what I'm putting out. Fuck it. I might go to Revote. I might mm-hmm. go straight to Diddy uh, social media thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know what I mean? Right. Or maybe we need to create a, a network where blacks can, a news network with, for blacks. Maybe that's another idea. Never know. That's another idea. Yeah, never know. All right, man. Uh, again, rest in peace, Stephon Clark. Um, yeah, and his, his, he's he's twenty two years old, shot twenty times, father of two very young children. Mm. Um, so now his family is left to pretty much fight and pick up the pieces. Um, th- these things don't end well for the family as mm-hmm. well because you turn around and look at um Erica Garner, Erica's Garner um daughter, mm-hmm. um. She was 27, I believe, 27 to 26. She she passed away late last year. Mm-hmm. I believe she had a heart attack from the, the amount of stress that yep. something like that could ruin you. You could see, you know, your father is on the television getting choked out, getting murdered on, on live television. Yep. Um, and she was continuously getting fighting. Yeah, continuously fighting for justice, fighting fighting for um, equality for our people for to stop this thing from happening, and they ended up killing her at a very young age. Mm. Um, it's very unfortunate. Um, so uh, rest in peace to all, all everybody um, that's yeah. out there, everybody that's that we lost. That's um, and again, the families are left to um, pick up these pieces. All right, guys, um, it's gonna be a hard switch, but we are jumping into something more positive. <clears throat> then uh, the situation that we just spoke on, we're gonna jump into sports, mm-hmm. um, and I'm gonna spark it off with Odell Beckham is on the trading block. And Giants are listening for him. How many? What kind of compensation are they looking for? Two first rounds. I'll do it. Odell Beckham I'll is do on it. the trading block. I'll you you will do what? I'll I'll trade for him. You you will trade. Not, 
Not Two first right. round picks. All right, listen, listen. Here, here, here's my logic, right? Uh-huh. If I'm a bottom team, if I'm a constant competing every year for a playoff spot, if I'm if I'm always winning my the division, um, no. Mm-mm. If if I'm winning my division consistently mm-hmm. every year, and I'm looking for a playmaker, I'm talking Patriots, Steelers, um, Ravens, Chargers. Steelers don't um, need another playmaker. They got the best offense in the game. You can never have enough weapons, right? Yeah. But here's the second part of it. So again, bottom half teams, right? Teams mm-hmm. teams that are willing to to um, trade pretty much essentially second round picks because first round picks, if you're always in the playoffs, you're at least picking from 22 or later, right? right? So. Offer those two first round picks, right? Mm-hmm. But the second part of it, the caveat of it, that might make you what? Hold up, you got to pay him mm-hmm. because he's st- Odell is still young. He's he still on his money. he's still on his rookie deal, so mm-hmm. you got to make him the highest paid wide receiver in the NFL. Right. And I think that's what they don't, they don't want to do, right? Mm-hmm. And Odell is saying, "Yo, if y'all don't trade me, I'm not playing. I'm not coming to organize OTAs. I'm not coming to training camp. I'm right. just not coming. So I want I want that bag. Mm-hmm. And the Giants are rebuilding, which you should so, get right. And the Giants are rebuilding, so um, okay. they they need the capital. Justi- justifiable, right? And they still have um Sterling Shepard and um. I don't know how long Brandon Marsh is gonna go, but they got um Evan no, Evan not. they got Evan Ingram that tight end. He's good. Um, he's good. Let's see who they pick up in the draft, and let's see if 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 Odell is traded before the draft or after. He's good, Evan. I forgot about him. Right. He had a good catch last year. NFL owners voted on a rule change: the lowering your head is an offender player will incur a penalty. Not sure what it will be. Right. So as, a, as an offensive player. Um, I know some running backs, some wide receivers, or even some um, some tight ends. You know, they they catch the ball, they're running it. They see someone, a defender coming at them. Mm-hmm. They want to lower their head to get the extra boom, get the extra yard. Yeah, but now too. that's a penalty. What do you think? Safer for the game. It is. It's safe for the game. CTE. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, maybe it's going to be a 15 yard penalty. We're, we're Imagine not sure what it is. Right. So so now they can't lower their head. They just gotta take that hit to the body. You just gotta take the hit to the body or slide. But even if you slide, the the the, the defender he's going to. It's gonna be awkward. Well, this, this is gonna be awkward because I'm thinking if I see the defender coming mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh shit, it's Talio Khalib. Mm-hmm. I don't know some hard hitting cornerback safety mm-hmm. whatever. Jalen Ramsey is a okay. Jalen Ramsey. Okay, hard let's hitting. say Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Oh shit, he hits hard. Yeah. I don't want to get hit. Let me duck. But, then but he, he lowers, he his, lowers head. his head. Right. So that's going to be a difficult uh, thing for the refs. The but refs' job just got harder. But then it's going to be a flag on um, Jalen so Ramsey. So do they all set each other? Uh, but how can you tell that I was ducking to prevent or I was ducking to ram him? I mean, I mean? They, they'll just say any lower in the head to make contact. So did it? Who who's in fault? The offense or defense? So you know, uh, if if the defender is leading with the crown of their head, like directly to uh, somebody's chest, that's why they tell you to hit with your shoulders, mm-hmm. right? So if you're leading like this and you hit the person, that's a foul on the defense. Mm-hmm. If the offense uh, if the offensive person is lowering their head, just just to speak, Reese is visually doing this for me. Yes, go ahead. So if an <laughs> offensive person is running with the ball and lowering their head to make contact because so if, if if what about a running back that's how but, they get. But that's that's the thing they don't want that 
thing to happen. So if the running back is, which running backs typically do all the time, they lower the head. Marshawn Lynch and Leonard Fournette. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So because he be uh, running everybody right. over. So you can he either like me on the field. I guess he should, you could either try to um, try to slide or try to move out the way or kind of protect yourself before the hit. But then that kind of leaves the offensive player in a in, in a bad situation but too. They also offensive players brace themselves when they about to get hit. Right. So the impact won't be as powerful. Right. So you're bracing yourself. But when you brace yourself, you kind of scrunch your body. Right. So technically, you're dropping your head. Uh, I don't know. We're, we're going to see. They're going to screw it up, I'm pretty sure. We'll see as soon as the We'll see as soon as the season Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, I think I'm going to watch. How many? I'm going to watch preseason. Yeah, because just to see. Yeah, yeah. I got, that has, it, it doesn't make sense to me right now. All right, so there's another real change that the NFL owners, the LFL owners voted voted on. Um, it's called the catch, right? Mm-hmm. We know that the old catch rule says if you're going to the ground, you have to get possession of the ball. You have to have two feet or a body part um, on the ground, and you have to maintain possessions when you're on the ground. Right? Okay. So, um, case in point, that that uh. Green Bay Packers um, versus the Cowboys game where that Des whole Bryant. debate started. Des Bryant caught it. So he went up, right? Uh-huh. He caught the ball. He actually had two feet, uh-huh. two or three feet. He made three steps, right? He did, yeah. Then he went to the ground, but he went to reach it over the goal line. Uh-huh. And as soon as the ball hit the ground, and it, it, it um, he lost control of it. So they ruled, that, it. they ruled that incomplete pass. But he retained it. Right, but um, as soon as the ball hit the ground, the old rule—that's what rule says. Right. When the ball hit the ground, he lost control of mm-hmm. it, so it's an incomplete pass. Gotcha. But now with this new rule, now he if um if does he went up, caught the ball, he mm-hmm. made three steps. That's it's a it. complete. That's a completed catch. No matter. So if you go into the ground, so let me ask you and course. the ball comes out, um, it's still a completed pass. So what if the ball comes out? Oh, never mind. I got the answer to that question. I was gonna ask, what if the ball comes out because of the ground and it causes a fumble? But it would be a fumble because of the ground, not because of the right. Defendant. And that nobody touched them. So right. if if they if if the person went into the ground on their own, but what if the person the argues out, that's I was touch I touched them? What does the ref have to do? Um, they would challenge the play. They were either the opposite team would either challenge the play or um, the ref would say it's not reviewable, whatever the case is. I mean, again, the ref jobs got harder. Right. Um, they're gonna screw it up at some point. Yeah, absolutely. Suicide to the Rams. Him and Donald best DTs in the league by far. Damn right. Okay. Um, that's unfair. I'm just gonna start there. It is. It's unfair. Hundred percent. It is unfair. The Rams are not playing. Mm-hmm. Um, they are gonna do some damage mm-hmm. this year. That's right. Um, they want it all, and I mm-hmm. think they're in talks to trading for Odell too, right? Yes, they yeah. are. The Rams are. Somebody mentioned the Patriots was looking at them too. But I don't know how true that really shout is. Shout out to Randy. Randy said, yo, let's yo, do it. yo. Nah, nah. Ain't no shout out to no Patriots fans on this um <laughs> on this here podcast. On this podcast, man. You lucky you're lucky I'm liking these um Rams out here. My um I mean not Rams, Jaguars. Yeah. You know, um, they cool though. I ain't gonna front. <laughs> My um homeboy Trey was like Colin Coward um is the new skip ballast. I'm like, why? He said he named his ten NFL teams. He said no Jags, no one from the AFC West, uh, no Green Bay, no Seattle, no Atlanta, no Panthers, no Raiders, no Chargers. We did have. Um, so his top ten was Philly, number one, L.A., number two, Minnesota, number three, number four, New England, number five, New Orleans, number six, Pittsburgh, number seven, Houston, 
number eight Indy, number nine Dallas, and number ten San Francisco. Okay, why? I <laughs> I mean that's what he said. I said I agree with him. Um, and one of my friends Dante was like, Indy is junk. Rams, I don't believe in yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dallas, some shit. San Francisco overrated, and mm-hmm. Houston can't stay healthy. Exactly. Um, I think the only person they should remove is probably. I say New Orleans because I don't know if Drew Brees really can do one more year. Um, but if he can, then keep them. Mm-hmm. Um, Indy definitely should be removed, and San Francisco is. Um, I mean, you got Jimmy G. That's right. all you need. Right. Because he was like, name one receiver on San Francisco, and I was like, dang. Uh, I said, Torrey Smith, but he played with the Eagles, yeah. and then he just got traded to the Panthers. Right. So uh, I really don't know any wide right receivers, but you got Jimmy G. Right. You know they upcoming team undefeated. They got and he's a high space quarterback in the NFL. NFL. Yeah, right. that's crazy. I forgot about that. Right. So um, so this Donald and Sue combo, he's he's gonna be a beast. That nobody oh gonna be able to run on them. No. Quarterbacks gotta run and hide. Um, shout out to Russell Wilson. Everybody <laughs> in the in the NFC West. And y'all know Sue is aggressive. He need yes. anger management class. Mm-hmm. He need to go join um UFC. <laughs> Girl, man. Yeah, that motherfucker crazy. All right, uh, and the last um, topic of the week: um, the Browns trade uh, Cody Kessler to my Jacksonville Jaguars for a seventh round pick in the twenty nineteen NFL draft. Wow. Um, um, Cody Kessler started his um, his first season. He started his rookie year for the Browns. Mm-hmm. He did. He showed some promise. Yeah. But then the following year, um, Deshaun Kaiser came in and he he took over the Browns starting job. Um, solid backup. This is our this is our two quarterbacks. So, so we have Blake Bortles, who's who we know is our starter. But we needed to go young at backup, so they decided to get Cody Kessler. It's for a seventh round pick next year. You I think can't it's beat good. that. I mean, I think he needs to develop. So. Yeah. I think he'll be good in the backup. And now Blake was the now Blake is a veteran. You can officially say he's a veteran, and he mm-hmm. has to coach up um Cody. Yeah, um, just in uh Steve Nash, Grant Hill, and Jason Kidd will be inducted to the NBA Hall of Fame. Oh wow! Um, J- Jason Kidd was is my guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Steve Nash definitely stole an MVP or two from Kobe Bryant, but I'm not gonna get into that debate because I'm not really a Kobe fan. And Grant Hill was one of my top. Three, four players who got injured along with Tracy McGrady. Um, Tracy McGrady, Grant Hill, Penny Hardaway, and um, who's my other person that got injured that was really good? Jason Williams from the Bulls. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the first three I named, Tracy McGrady, Grant Hill, and Penny Hardaway. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those three would have gave uh, Jordan a challenge, a mm-hmm. slim challenge. Mm-hmm. But I feel like... Um, those are some good players that that didn't get to go through their full potential. But Jason Kidd is a beast. He's a good coach, even though he got fired this year from the Bucks mm-hmm. in the middle of the season. Um, and um, uh, congratulations to Steve Nash, Jason Kidd, and Grant Hill. How could I forget? His wife is fine. Oh, Mo Cheeks is elected to the Hall of Fame too. Who? Maurice Cheeks. I don't know who that is. You're not a basketball fan, so I'm not going to judge. I'm you. glad you know. Uh, <laughs> All right, All right, guys. guys. Uh, uh, it is time for time for what top, five, top, five? top five, top five, top five, top five. This is this has been a very popular subject um, and segment. Everybody' favorite part of our show. Damn right. Um, don't just fast forward to the end and get to the top five. Please don't. If if you're here, if you just fast forward to get to the end, skim in to see where the top you. five are. Please go back and listen to the the. Go back and listen to the beginning. Thanks. Um, so our topic. 
for this week's episode four. Um, top five is the top five French fries. All right. Fast food. Top five French fries. Like that's French fries is a staple. It's a classic. It is. You need it with your with your McDonald's. You need it with your three piece at Popeyes. Mm. You need French fries. And the best part of the French fries is when you get your order and you take the, the, the container with the French fries on, you eat it and you want more fries, look in the bottom of your bag. I bet you there's some fries. <laughs> them, bag fries them bag the fries. The bag fries are the, are the best. best. <laughs> Yo, I I, I want to know one person that who, that doesn't, as soon as they get their bag, dig their hand in and take a fry out. Actually, when I leave him, I'm going to get some fries. Damn right. Um, you got to taste it. Be like, mm, yeah. Yeah. This is where it's at. So, again. Corey and I take this thing very seriously. We have not seen our top five fries, um, each other's top five. Mm-hmm. The very first time we we're gonna know what it is is when we say it here on this podcast. So, um, you want to start it off? Yeah, yeah I'll okay. start it off. What's your number um, five uh, top five fries? Number five top fries is Ar- Arby's curly fries. Uh, what? Yeah, they are delicious. Where Where is the Arby's? I I don't know. I haven't been to it in a while, but okay. that. When I had them, they, you know what? It's, it's one in um, Lincoln, Maryland. <laughs> in Maryland. Okay. Yeah, that is one in, uh, uh, right off the highway. Mm-hmm. But their curly fries are delicious. Gotcha. All right, so number five. Number five for me, number five is Burger King, right? Uh, Burger King's fries have changed. Mm-hmm. The tastes have changed <laughs> over over the, the past couple of years. You I know, remember when they, they had, did that change. They had the chicken fries, and then the chicken fries left, and the chicken fries came back. But um, I want to I want to start off solid. So, um, Burger King, my number five uh top five fry. My number four mm-hmm. is actually Burger King fries. Uh, um, you got a little bit higher than I do. Yeah, just a little bit. But those man, I'm t- don't knock those Arby's curly fries, man. I'm telling you. Um, but number four, Burger King having my way when they did the when they did the fry change, mm-hmm. it was a game changer. Let me right. tell you. Um, you probably didn't know, but um, Burger King used to do season fries as well, like Checkers really? did. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Who's right. your number four? My number four fry is not necessarily a fry because they call it wedges. So KFC, KFC, uh, KFC. I hate those, bro. I used to. Here's what I used uh. to. Back in the day with my wife, um, my my mom used to buy um, the frozen wedges. Right, mm-hmm. always used to ask for wedges. Nothing else. I didn't want any um, any curly fries. I didn't want any cut fries. I didn't want the regular fries. I need those wedge fries. Right. So usually you're supposed to put it in the oven, but I always fried my wedges mm-hmm. on the stove, hot oil tastes so good um so uh kfc number one there's more potato because it's thicker yeah there's more potato potato. and the outside be extra crispy so as Mm -hmm. soon as you bite into it the soft middle the wedges are perfect yeah i'm i'm not feeling the kfc so i'm gonna go with my number three chick-fil-a fries number number three get out my house Get a, get away from the kitchen table. Listen, I'm the one who put you on with Chick Fil A. Don't forget oh, that. Oh boy, Here we go. Uh, I'm the one who exposed the Chick Fil A to uh, Reese. This is a fact. And ever since, um, he goes once a month. Up uh, no, one. How often are those meetings? Um, nah, usually that's that's too far apart because every we have our recognition meetings every quarter, but so, that's too much. But you always make sure you go then. 
Right, and but then because go, because remember, I was working in Long Island, so we had to go to go to yeah, um, Jersey right. to to go to those recognition meetings. But now I'm back in the city, so you go to 34th. So I go to 34th Street, Chick Fil A, right. um, once a pay period, <laughs> and I go in. I spend at least uh, maybe fifteen dollars, fifteen dollars, because I make sure you get that number two with cheese, mm-hmm. right? Um, that spicy sandwich with cheese with the, with the multi with the multi grain bun. Oh, okay. Right? Oh, you getting fancy with a large, uh, Lemonade. large. No, hold on. Ooh. With a um, with a large uh waffle fry, right? Oh, <laughs> and uh, uh, six piece nuggets. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus with, Christ! With my, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not. During the summer. They had a watermelon lemonade, so I got a yeah. large in that. Yeah, Actually, that was and hold on, bomb. hold on. I need to talk about the sauces, right? Mm-hmm. So I had the um, Chick Fil A sauce, I had a Polynesian sauce, mm-hmm. and I had the ranch sauce. You know, and I make sure every time I take a bite of that spicy, uh, spicy chicken with a multigrain bun, yeah. I dip that, that thing in there. Good. Trust me. All right, but go ahead. I'm, 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 no, in, I'm, no. infri- I'm infringing on your uh, your top five. No, you good. You just a little upset that I put Chick Fil A number three. I am. Okay. I mean that's that's my top five. It's your top five. Okay. It was a tough decision, actually. Wow, I'm curious to see what your number one is. I, I I'm on the fence, actually. Uh, okay. Um. So my what are we up to? My number three. my number three is checkers. I knew you was gonna say it. I knew you was gonna say checkers. Checkers. So, um, I haven't had checkers until maybe a year and a half ago, maybe almost two years ago, because it wasn't really a checkers around here. Like, so checkers right on Flatbush. Right, that's the one that just opened. No, no, no. There's it's, checkers on Flatbush. It's been open since and 2010. There's, there's one in, on Amp- I never, it's, I never really came over it, here. And, and it's and it's one in Harlem. But the, I'm gonna go to Harlem just for checkers. Yo, it's mad. I have checkers. no business in Harlem. Right, you're right. My so my there's one that the one there's one that opened on Empire and uh, Washington Street. That's the one. I, that's the first one I went mm-hmm. to. Uh, their fries is bomb, seasoned. Mm-hmm. Their um, their sandwiches are bomb. Their their smoothies are bomb. I haven't had their smoothies. Their smoothies are bomb. They got these um, mozzarella sticks. Yes. Oh, they're delicious. Right. Um, but definitely, Checkers is my top three. So now we have to top two. What's your two? My number two. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. Yeah. Come on, yo. It's a tough decision, man. Hurry up. It's hey, on one we'll and two. Uh, how, many, how many seconds I got? The listeners are McDonald's. Waiting. McDonald's. Number okay. two. McDonald's okay. number two. Um, When you go to the right McDonald's, the food is actually decent. It's okay. delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, And when you get those fries right out and the person put just the right amount of salt and they cook it just the right amount of time, mm-hmm. And they're not too hot where they burn in the roof of your mouth. Mm-hmm. McDonald's fries are delicious. Mm-hmm. That's okay. my number two. Here's the thing, right? I don't know if this is actually a word, but I'm going to just throw it out there. McDonald's fries doesn't have that, that reheat ability. They do not. Right? They do so not. once them fries is cold, ain't no, ain't no reviving mm-hmm. them. They you, you can't bring them back to life, all right? Yeah. All right, so my number two is Popeye's. Popeyes, Popeyes okay. is up there, baby. Okay. Popeyes, I, I used to just go get uh go get me give, give me a large um give me a large fry from Popeyes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, one leg and a biscuit, right? Cause that leg on a that leg used to come with a biscuit, just cause if you get one piece, it come with a biscuit for what? free. I did not know right? that. So, uh, then Popeyes fries, man, th- those touch my soul. They bro. are good. They touch my soul right every- here, right here. <laughs> every time we um. I go to Popeye's and my wife comes with me. 
she gets the fries, and I always end up with my hand in her box. Always, always. That's a double entendre because that's two meanings. Yeah, <laughs> I got it. Yeah. <laughs> top five, top five. It's gone sexual. <laughs> Respect to your wife, please. Yeah, no, no, no disrespect. Okay. I'm not envy. Okay. Um, uh, my number one. Mm-hmm. What's your number one? Is actually checker fries. Um, really? Yeah, my number one is checker fries. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could literally. That's probably the only place where I can go and just get the fries and be satisfied. Mm-hmm. That's why it's number one. Gotcha. And I, I like the seasoning, and it's very similar into the as to the Popeyes fries. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is. Um, I just like the checkers fries better. Gotcha. Um, like McDonald's, I'll go there. You know, I'll get a fry, mm-hmm. but I need like something to go with it, like a burger. I can't mm-hmm. just have the fries by itself. Yeah. I can, but. Check, I mean, Chick-fil-A, I got to have the full meal. Right. I, I never went to Chick-fil-A and never got a full meal. Right. Burger King, I have to have a full meal with the fries mm-hmm. because what I like to do is take the sandwich and put the fries on the sandwich. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. That's I saw you do that. Aubrey's. Heathen. Curly fries. Um, yeah, I don't know. I can't really say if I had those alone or not because I only ate at Aubrey's a couple times. Mm-hmm. But those curry fries are good. I'm telling you, you got to try them. So my number one fries is checkers because of the flavor, the seasoning, mm-hmm. and it, it, it brings a different level to the fry. Because every other fry is plain. You got to have seasoning. Checkers fries are probably the only fries I can eat without ketchup. Gotcha. That's why checkers is my number one. All right. Um, a couple of a couple of um minutes ago, you guys heard me go in on this particular thing because I uh, I love it. Like I stand for it. So my number five, my number one, is uh Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A waffle fries. You cannot go wrong. And make sure when I order my large fry, I don't see a white box because if if the white the fries is in a white box, it's not a large. It's and not- it, 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 <laughs> It needs to be in a in red, red box. box. You hear me? You're so right. It needs to be in that red box. So <laughs> don't disrespect me. Listen to what I asked for and deliver. Yeah. All right. So uh, Chick Fil A, my number one, yo. It, 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 it just, it just, it's just the, the, the cherry on the cake. Like it's, it it's, it's the, it's the topping. When you bite into it, it's crispy. It is. Um, I just think they don't have a reheat capability either. They don't. But mm-hmm. then who leaves? Who have waffle fries from Chick Fil A and don't eat all of it? Who leaves leftovers? Sometimes my wife. So nah, shout out to her. I like she, taking her. Food. Nah, we. Those those fries are getting eaten in um in uh what's the what's the top in maybe four point two seconds. Those fries are getting <laughs> des- destroyed, those fries are getting demolished. So there will be no reheatability, Mm-mm. there will be no leftovers, nope. and don't stick your hand in my in my bag and make sure that box that's holding the fries is red, not white. <laughs> and I'm dead serious. He is, I guess uh we need to do a live video one because his face is serious right now, guys. It is. Um, so, guys, that's it. Thanks for joining us on episode four, Mostly Everything Podcast. Hope everyone has a good Easter because this is coming out after Easter. Yes, this is coming out Monday. Um, listen, we want to hear your top five. Shoot us an email at mostlyeverythingpodcast at gmail.com. Shoot us a tweet at Mostly Everything Podcast or hit us up on the DM mm-hmm. on IG. You can send me a personal um, tweet at mm-hmm. Team Corey Hilton. Or you can hit me on those DMs, Corey Hilton 1. Corey Hilton is spelled Corey with an E. Corey. Not with a K. Yeah, not with a K. And a C and an E. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can hit Reese up at, at uh, R underscore G on Instagram and on, on Twitter. And N-U underscore persona on Twitter. 
Um, keep those feedbacks coming. Uh, I told you this guy's going to be an extra long episode. All right. I hope it was good for you guys. If you have any feedback at all, hit us on a, and hit us on the email that mostly everything podcast at gmail.com. Peace. Peace out.